0: All right, Alexander, let's talk about the uh, defense ministry meeting that took place a couple of days ago. In attendance was the Russian defense minister, Sergei Shoigu, and Russian president, Vladimir Putin. Shoigu uh, said some very interesting things, came out with some very interesting numbers, uh, the casualty numbers, um, as well as talking about NATO's involvement in the conflict in Ukraine. And then we have uh, the statements from Russian president Putin. And the one statement that caught a lot of people's attention was the statement he made about uh, the west of Ukraine, the history of the area. To be fair, Putin talked about the history of the area um, post-World War II. He talked about Poland's uh, connection to this land. He talked about Hungary and Romania's collect- connection to this land, the actions of uh, of Stalin, and basically it led up to did saying that uh that Russia effectively said Russia isn't interested in the west of Ukraine should these countries decide to to um to press their claims for for territory in in Ukraine but Russia will pursue its own interests and its interests in lands which are historically connected to Russia that's pretty much what, what he said, everyone took it as as a statement from Putin, green lighting the, the west of Ukraine to to be incorporated by, by say, Poland, Hungary, Romania, whatever. Um, that, that's basically how people saw it. What, what was your take on on these comments from, from Putin?
1: Can I say, overall, it was one of the most fascinating speeches he's given. I mean, he's been giving one speech after another this year All of them have been very interesting. But this was also a particularly interesting speech in all all sorts of ways. And I just want to touch on one particular thing. Firstly, I mean, Putin made it completely clear, crystal clear, I mean, unambiguously clear, that there is no possibility that Russia will ever agree to Ukraine entering NATO. I mean, you remember, we were hearing reading of few days ago, about a week ago, about this supposed discussion between Gerasimov, the chief of the general staff, the Russian general staff, and uh, Zaluzhny about, you know, um, Ukraine accepting that the Russians will control all these regions that they occupy, but they won't object if uh, Ukraine joins NATO. Well, I mean, Putin completely demolished that notion. Um, He also uh, made it absolutely clear that um, his mistrust of the West now has um, become so strong that I don't think he's interested in discussing Ukraine with the West any longer. I mean, he went through the whole story of you know the Minsk agreement, all that happened all the way back to 1991 and beyond. And it was all there. And he was very, very angry about it and the person he was most angry with by the way was himself the he was and that was pretty clear from his words the fact that um, he trusted and believed the west for so long he openly admitted that he had been outplayed by the west in ukraine a pretty astonishing admission actually there is no conceivable way in my opinion that he's going to go back and sit down with the americans or with the europeans and talk about situation in Ukraine anymore he simply doesn't trust them he's going to win his victory in Ukraine about which he's now completely sure that he will and then he will decide what to do and after that that's the point where he may decide that he's going to talk with the West and alongside Putin's interview there was an interview that uh, Sergei Lavrov the Russian foreign minister gave who also said there's no discussions between us and the West going along, and he finally addressed this question of what Richard Haas and the people from the Council of Foreign Relations are up to. And he said, you know, we were we were in Moscow, and you know, I, you know, I did indeed meet with these people in New York in April, and then we were all incredulous to learn that we had some kind of back channel negotiation going on. And you know, I don't know what Richard Haas. I mean, that's effectively what Lavrov was saying. I don't know what Richard Haas and people like him are talking about and to make it absolutely clear so that there's no ambiguity there's not going to be a freeze of the conflict or anything like that so you know putin was completely clear about all of this no negotiations no discussions they're not going to sit down discuss ukraine ukraine membership nato membership once and for all and forever off the table i mean they the the russians Have had enough. They're fed up. They're going to see this thing through. I mean that that was an unambiguously clear message from what Putin was saying, and I think that needs to be made very clear. So that's the first thing to say. But then he did discuss Ukraine's history and he talked about the western regions of Ukraine and he didn't talk about Kiev. He didn't talk about the central parts of Ukraine. He did talk about Odessa. He again said Odessa is a Russian city. He made it again, as well as I can see, all but clear that Odessa, the Black Sea coast, Kharkov probably as well, will become part of Russia, that the Russians will take back what is theirs. That's how he put it. But what he said was, look, what happens elsewhere really isn't our business. We're not going to occupy or take over Galicia. This is not historic Russian land. Western Ukraine is not historic Russian land. They can do what they want there. Um, And if the Poles, the Hungarians, and the Romanians decide to take back their territories, which some people in these territories would welcome if it happened, well, if that does happen, then so be it. We're not concerned with it. I don't think it was so much a green light as a washing of hands. He said that in the past, it had been Russia that had uh, uh, defended Ukraine's territorial integrity, including Ukraine's western borders. He said, as you absolutely rightly said, that Ukraine's western borders are entirely a creation of Joseph Stalin that he gave to Ukraine. Galicia and these other regions that he took from Hungary and uh, Romania. He said, You know, we've supported all of that up to now. We're not bothering any longer. The Ukrainians have acted in such a way that they cannot seriously expect us to defend Ukraine's territorial integrity in the West if the Poles and the Romanians and the Hungarians come. And want these territories? Well, that's for them to sort out with the Ukrainians, and we're not going to get involved. That 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 was how I interpreted it.
0: Right, which leaves you to to believe that Russia is going to, if you go off of Putin's statements, Russia will, um, for lack of a better word, take back. I don't know if it's annexation. I don't know if there's if, if a different republic is created, but. Let's just say, let's just use the word take back uh, territory that Putin considers historically Russian. Yes. Which would leave you then with with a Russia that is that stretches to a certain point of what was once Ukraine with a part of territory, which is in limbo. I mean, yeah, well, this is it. Is that, is, is that where, you, where, where you get to? Yeah, if this, you go off of Putin's words, if you yes, go off of Putin's yes, words. Yes, this is it. He didn't
1: discuss what will happen in Kiev. I mean, he was very careful not to talk about it. But I think that it. I personally find it impossible to interpret Putin's words in any other way than him saying that everything east of the Dnieper All the Russian speaking areas, Kharkov, Zaporozhye, um, obviously the Donbass, all of that is Russian. It will go back to Russia. So will the Black Sea coast, Odessa, Nikolaev, Ismail, all of these places. They will go back to Russia as well. These are historic Russian lands. They have nothing to do with historic Ukraine. And, you know, they were... Inappropriately, wrongly given to Ukraine by Lenin and Stalin. And Ukraine was fortunate enough to become independent with all of these territories, but it turned its back on Russia, and now it's going to lose them. And I personally cannot see how that can be resolved in any form other than outright annexation. About what plans. He and the Russians may have for the rest of Ukraine. He didn't make it clear. Uh, the one thing he made it he made clear is that the Russians are not going to Galicia. they're not going to Western Ukraine. I, I think that's the one thing we could say categorically that they're saying, look this is not our historic territory. We are not interested in it. the people there don't want us, so we are not going. We are going to look after our own. We are not going to look after those people. What happens in terms of the rest of Ukraine? It's not our concern. Now, how this shapes out, what happens in places like Kiev, Zhitomir, Chernigov? We've had all kinds of very interesting, ambiguous, elliptical statements from all kinds of Russian officials. Maybe there will be some kind of annexation. Maybe there will be some kind of rump state as well. But I suspect this is my own view that there's no there's been no final decision yet. I suspect that there's discussions about this in Moscow. And anyway, they don't yet know how it will all play out, because, of course, we've still got a war going on. And as he made very clear. Over the course of his speech to the Defence Ministry board, and as Shoigu himself made clear, the, the war at the moment remains the priority.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. a lot of this is, is speculation, and um, no one knows what's what's going to happen six months or a year uh, down the line. But um, you know, there there are a lot of uh, of analysts uh, from from Poland who are saying that you know the people in poland don't want if if this was if if putin's um words actually uh manifested to to become reality uh you know, there are a lot of people in poland who are not interested in uh in jumping on this this territory they, they don't want to touch it either even though there are i imagine there are forces in poland as well yes. That's, yes. that yes would like to yes. incorporate this territory i uh, my my personal opinion is that duda is is very interested in uh, in in this land but um it seems like the, the polish people the sense that i'm getting, getting is that the polish people they don't want to touch this
1: i i, this, I, I this territory i think yeah. that i think that is unambiguously right i think that you're completely correct i think people like duda the president and the former uh, and the well the, the, the leader of law and justice jaroslav kaczynski Or you know the effective leader of law and justice, Jaroslaw Kaczynski, they are obsessed with this. They want to recreate the uh, 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 Polish state, reincorporating all its lost territories in the east, Lvov as well. I think that the vast majority of people in Poland, and I really do mean the vast majority, are unambiguously opposed to this thing. I mean, they didn't understand right at the outset that this was you know something that their leaders were contemplating, I think that when they did begin to understand it um over the course of last year, well, we saw the sharp shift in Polish opinion about the whole war in ukraine we there are still despite you know the new prime minister Donald Tusk's attempts to unblock the borders with. Uh, Ukraine. There are still blockades going on. It's still very difficult to get traffic to move from Poland to um, Ukraine. And this is a grassroots opposition in Poland. And I think that uh, Poles, most Poles, very wisely and sensibly are saying, you know, we don't want to go back there. You know, this wasn't a happy place for us. We had all those problems with uh, the Ukrainian nationalists in the past. Why should we go? Why should we go there? This is a hornet's nest. We're only making trouble for ourselves and besides, this legend that's been created of, you know, some kind of tremendous love of Poles and Ukrainians. Well, in terms of Ukrainian nationalists, that is simply not true. And you're absolutely right. More and more uh, commentators are saying this. Um, I, I got an email today from someone in Poland, quite a prominent. Analyst there, and he told me this exactly the point that you've just made that you know, this is not what most people in Poland want at all. And I go further, I think that was why the previous government, in the end, lost the election because even though they remain Poland's most popular party, they overcommitted to Ukraine. We discussed this in the program, they were floating all these dangerous ideas about you know reoccupying western ukraine and i think the moment most polls figured that out there was a there was a dramatic loss of support and i think the previous polish government suddenly realized that at the start of the autumn and they swerved policy but by then it was too late so i don't think it's going to happen I don't think there's any possibility that the Polish army is now going to go into Poland, into Ukraine to fight the Russians. In fact, I've actually seen an opinion poll in Poland, which conclusively says this. And I don't think most Poles have any intention of any desire to see their country move back into Western Ukraine. And in Lvov and all of those places. And it's important to remember, as Putin pointed out, that of course Poland was richly compensated for the loss of these poor regions in the east, Galicia and Lvov and all the rest. It received huge territories at the expense of Germany, <laughs> again, largely thanks to no less a person than Joseph Stalin. He basically moved Poland westwards. So, you know, the Poles took Danzig, which was already to a great extent a Polish city, by the way, and the Danzig corridor, but actually lots of other places too. You know, uh, Wrocław before the war, was uh, the city of Breslau in Germany, for example. And again, most Poles, understand that you know they don't want to go into eastern regions again and potentially reopen the whole question of poland's own western borders if you start changing boundaries well you know other people might say well you know maybe other boundaries also need to be changed so i don't think it's going to happen and i think this is something that putin perhaps hasn't quite understood himself i think the russians have been really Focused on this, but I think mood in Poland has shifted decisively against it.
0: Yeah, I mean, just a final point. I think maybe it's it's Putin's way. You said he he's washing his hands of of, of this West Ukraine issue. I mean, it could be Putin's way of saying, you know, um, the problem with with Ukraine all along this this state that Stalin. I guess, I guess it's fair to say that Stalin cobbled it together. Yeah, right. I mean, yes. that's a fair statement. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so it's his way of saying, you know, this this state that Stalin cobbled together. The problem has never been any of the other regions. So it's always been these these bandera forces in the West. So we're, you know, we're we're, we're done with them. Let 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 the people that funded these bandera this bandera ideology yeah. let them deal with exactly. deal with them. Exactly,
1: it's exactly what it was. I think what he was signalling in the clearest possible way is that the Russians are not going to go to Galicia. <laughs> I think this is this is. I, I, I think that there's been you know lots of discussion you know about whether where where the Russians in, intend to stop. I still don't know exactly where the Russians plan to stop, but I think we can say that there are some places where they are not going to stop. They're not going to stop before Odessa, for example, is back under their control. And there are other places which they're never going to go to. They're not going to go to. Move. I think this is now unambiguously, unquestionably clear. Putin has said that. And he also said, as to repeat again, if people in Poland and Hungary and Romania want to go there, well, they're welcome to it. But it's nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with Russia.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll leave it there. TheDuran.locals.com. We are on Rumble, Odyssey, Bitchute, Telegram, Rockfin, and Twitter X. And go to Duran Shop. 20% off. Use the code. Christmas20. Christmas20. 20% off. I'll use remember. the code. Christmas20. Christmas 20. Take care.